Yo. Head up, think fast. You're about to feel the blast. It's the dopest podcast on the net. Oh, yeah. All us geeks, fresh your bet. We round the world, we round the net. So get ready and get set. Cause we make it look easy, no sweat. Jeff and Jordan, the host. Yeah, they be the best. From the north to the south, to the east to the west. They cover movies, comics, TV shows, books. These guys gonna get you hooked. Don't stop now, just take a look. And don't forget to sign our Facebook. Cause what they doing is board games, video games. Yeah, they on it. They fly like a comet. Interviews is up. This podcast is pure. Give voice to your inner geek, that's for sure. Geek out any topic. No one ain't gonna ever, ever stop it. So if you wanna go and get it on, then head to allisgeeks.com. Welcome to All Us Geeks. I'm Jeff King. I'm Jordan Steinhoff. And we're here to give voice to your inner geek. Your inner geek is going digital. Yes. <laughs> In the room with us tonight, we have Cyrus Kirby Silence. from... Silence oh, no. Kirby. No, we don't. We Silence don't have Kirby. Cyrus Kirby. Cyrus, if you're not here, don't speak. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Straight from the uh, unplugged mic. <laughs> It's likelihood he's going to listen to this and get the ribbing at any point. None. Another time. Another time. Uh, just just show up when you're ready. I told you our, our recording schedule. Just, just remember. Don't, don't even tell me anymore. Just just get here. Just remember the one-way streets. <laughs> yeah, just remember the one-way streets. Before uh, you get on them. I didn't put a lot in general. Uh, just because, like I said, I was still trying to get my notes together before you walked out or you came in the door. So the only thing I will definitely point out, or actually there'll be two things. Uh, one, of course, we are on Patreon. We should probably mention that at the top of the show. We are. We are on Patreon. We are on Patreon. We could definitely use some support. We're still putting out content. We're still putting out content. We even pre this recording tried to come up with a regular schedule and we'll see. <laughs> we tried to it's on the calendar it's on the calendar let's see if we agree with the calendar uh, so basically by the time you hear this we should be caught up with everything that we've recorded Jordan got through a bunch of editing I'm working on the show notes right now my plan is tomorrow as of this recording we'll get some stuff out there and then it'll just be down to this episode and we'll be Editing and posting as we record. Now, I know, dear listeners, you're saying to yourself, we've heard this before, Jeff and Jordan. Why should we believe you this time? Because we mean it this time, <laughs> just like we meant it all the other times. Yes. We we strive. We attempt. We mean well. Sadly, there's this thing called life that keeps screwing with both of us. Just like when I say I'm going to have a salad for dinner and then grab a handful of chocolate chips from the baking cupboard instead. I meant to have the salad. It just didn't work out. Or like, you know, I tell Michael that I am definitely able to do at least every other Monday and then I get a bunch of voiceover work come in and I can't show up the one month, the, the Monday we're supposed to actually play the game. Oh, it's okay. Some other dude dropped out too. Yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, we are uh, pretty much caught up, which is an odd feeling right now. 
That makes two podcasts I'm caught up on. <laughs> Apparently, uh, it's time to break out a new podcast or something. So, Carl Urban says he wants to be in the Judge <laughs> Dread TV show. Uh, can we do it again? Yeah. That, that other one hurt. <sighs> that other one hurt. There was so much, so much love and passion that went into that, and, and we got just tossed aside. As long as it's not on Fox. <laughs> All right. So, yes, we are on Patreon. <laughs> Nostalgia and, and knife wounds just all at once. And if you want more quality rambling like that, <laughs> go and support us over on Patreon. Uh, and, of course, uh, as we go on here, you'll hear some great people that are supporting us over on Patreon, and we deeply appreciate it. It's keeping the lights flickering at this point. They're not totally on, but they're flickering. We have <laughs> one bulb that we have to move from room to room. Yeah, it's, it's working. <laughs> Unfortunately, yesterday, missed. Yesterday, Mr. Matt Woden <laughs> of Matt Woden Games. Because Matt, he's designed games. Because he's designed games. No, Matt Warden had a uh, game... So Tower Games had a game with the designer, and he was the designer oh, yesterday. Nice. So I would have gone up to that if I didn't have to be in Rochester this morning. Uh, I was like, oh, this is cool. I should go. And then I re- realized the actual date, and I was like, crap. The, the two days that they make me drive back into Rochester, so I got to get up super early and all that crap. I can't go to it. So hopefully that was went well. I haven't talked to him today. All right. So that was more. General than I thought I had. That's pretty much any conversation with me. You never know what you're going to get. In fact, it was very specific. <laughs> so with that, should we uh, move on to the digital age? Yes. <laughs> Let's right. enter the early 2000s. <laughs> All right. So game reviews. That's right. Double two. And this is sponsored by Stephanie M. So thank Stephanie. you, Stephanie, Woo. for sponsoring us over on Patreon so that we can talk about all of the games that we get to play, which we have a lot to play. And we've played a lot, actually. We actually, we actually, I don't know if you've realized this before we get to what we're doing. Because I, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm going to start up the to and want to review and what we've played, but we've actually got a f- quite a few things under our belt here that we could review if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. And we haven't been in that space for a long time either. That is true. <laughs> we, we've we kind of scrambled. It kind of feels get... like we found all of our legs again. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. So welcome to All Us Geeks 1.5 <laughs> or something like that. We're, uh, we're, we're getting back into it. And tonight is something a little different. Um, Tonight's a very special episode of All Us Geeks NPR edition. (laughs) Tonight's a very special episode. Tonight we learn. We're doing a little something (laughs) different tonight. We hope you enjoy it. I can just feel the patrons dropping. (laughs) Oh, come on. They'd have to listen. We are going to look at a couple digital games. So we're going to look at digital versions of two board games, board slash card games. This was kind of interesting for us because, I mean, we, we've 
talked about from time to time that you know there are games that we play digitally and we sometimes add them into our you know what we've played but we've never really done it from a review perspective and we've had not one but then right back to back we had two people reach out to give us codes to look at digital versions of board games. So this is going to follow a fairly similar format to what we usually do for game reviews. I don't know what you, how you feel. I don't think we really are going to get into like the how to play kind of stuff, that whole beginning as much because you kind of get that through the, the digital versions. And and we're, obviously we're not going to talk about components and stuff like that, but we'll talk no, about No, no, like, man. I want to blather on about my tablet. That's... Uh, but we'll do like user interface and stuff yeah. like that instead of that. So, And of course, you know, when we talk about components, a lot of times we add in art so we can talk about the art from the user interface and, and, and what they put there as well. So we are going to look at two digital versions of board slash card games. So first up, we're going to talk about Race for the Galaxy. Race for the Galaxy uh, just came out not too long ago from the app. For, actually, was Race been out for a little bit, and the two expansions just recently came out? I think, yeah. I think yeah. the core was out for like a year or something yeah. like that. So uh, first of all, I want to thank Templegate Games. Uh, they are the designers of the digital app. And, of course, uh, Race for the Galaxy is Rio Grand Games, and Race for the Galaxy has been around for quite a long time. So... That's another reason why we probably don't need to really go into the how-to unless someday we decide to review that one. Although I got roll over there I want us to, to take a look at at some point. So Templegate Games gave us the code to... The finger of doom. I have roll over <laughs> there. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> uh, Dice shivered in a box. <laughs> Uh, so Templegate Games uh, gave us codes to check this out and asked us if we would review it, which was really cool of them to do. We appreciate it. And I appreciate it from another level in that they actually said, you know, they actually pointed to an episode and said, we loved what you did with this game yep. and you do this similar, which was our, our basic review anyway. You know, we do with all games, but I, it was kind of cool that they actually took a look at a, another game and, and the actual board game review that we did and said, we want you to do that for our digital version. <laughs> so race for the galaxy again, Rio Grande games board game. has been around for quite a while, very popular. So we've got a digital version here and going, we're just, I'm just going to go ahead and get into our, our list of things. So again, usually we talk about components, but in this case, we're going to talk about like the user interface and the art within the game. And from my perspective, starting it up, I mean, I think, you know, the the background sound is all solid, works well for the game. The art is nice, the background art, and then, of course, they poured it in the art for the cards. I think all of that is really well done. And I think, especially for as many things that are going on in this game, the they did a really good job with the user interface. I I, I really enjoyed interacting with the game and playing the game on this interface. It didn't really frustrate me at all. What do you think? I agree. Like you said, they pretty much just ported the cards in. So if you have any plays of the game, everything's going to look familiar. And then the UI itself is, is pretty darn nice, and it scales well. You've got the big tablet, and I've got the little one, but. Everything expands really nice. Uh, Your cards or your opponent's, the bot's cards, you can select their zones and blow them up and then select their cards and get the the pop-up like you would your own cards. And there is a really noticeable 
I'm throwing this in. Nah, this isn't. Are you going to do anything? You want to talk about the AI? We we can talk. Well, when we get into like mechanics and stuff. So, okay. like, so when we usually talk about rules, we'll talk about the tutorials, that kind it's of like stuff. It's like this is the first time we're yeah, doing it's it. Like, it's like this is a new thing. So, it, it's really <laughs> solid. The My. My tablet is not the most tactile tablet in that it's not overly sensitive, but even so, the it is sufficiently responsive that I'm not tapping cards. I like that as you play your turn, if you're the last player, if you're really deep in thought, it, it doesn't wait on you. Everything goes. Uh, you see it working in the background. You're getting a little pop-up of what they're buying, discarding. It keeps you involved. Even even if you're quick or, for whatever reason, just passing that turn or something like that. Mm-hmm. You get to see everything that's going on, even if you have to go back and, and double-check it later on. I think it's a really solid UI. It gives you everything you want to look at. It gives you everything well laid out, and it guides you through everything that you need to do. If you're going to proc this, you need to do this. And there's generally two ways to do everything. You double-tap a card or tap it and then select use or discard or whatever. I think the UI is very well done. Yeah. I think the only thing that threw me the first couple times it happened was if, like, you selected an action and you couldn't do it or anything else, like, everything kind of went away on the side. It, it didn't show you, like, all of the steps that were mm. – it only shows you the steps that you can kind of participate in. Yep. And I'm fine with that, but it took – it threw me off because, you know, that's not something that you – were least i didn't run into in the tutorial it's definitely not a piece of the tutorial where they go this is going to happen right um which again we'll get to the tutorial in a little bit but just from the interface perspective it's like well where are all the things that i'm used to seeing on side and it's like oh yeah i don't i don't have any options this this turn it, it wasn't a pass it was like i selected something but i couldn't end up doing it kind of thing and i couldn't do anything anybody else selected either so none of that stuff is there but <clears throat> overall i agree with you, and i'm glad you brought up the, the sizing and stuff like that. Cause like you said, we, you know, our, this is a, a good test of quite a few games. The fact that, you know, I, I do have the larger tablet and you have what most people would have for a, t- a tablet usually. You can also, we could also check it out on the phone, that kind of stuff. One thing I kind of want to mention, uh, should have mentioned up front, we're looking at the Android version. Correct. Um, so of both of these games, just so you're aware. So we're, we're playing them on the Android. So yeah, overall, I love the interface uh, and, and had a good time with it. I'm going to kind of, we're not going to, I guess here, we'll, for mechanics, we'll talk about the AI and stuff. I think that's what we'll put in there because obviously we don't need to talk about the game, the normal game mechanics for race. So the AIs, I spent a lot of time with the AIs. So I I went through each of them individually. Flowers, yes, I, I, I quartered them all. <laughs> uh, and then at one time we had a menage a trois. So, <laughs> uh, I played on, I played with the easy AI. I, I always played four player games, mm-hmm. uh, solo four player games, played with all easy AI. I will also put the caveat that I am not the greatest race for the galaxy player. I have never said I was, but yeah, I do okay. So easy is, is about what you would expect. It was, it was very easy. I don't think I ever lost a game to three other easy AIs. Medium is where I started. You know, I, I won quite a bit, but every once in a while they'd get me and I was losing some there. Hard kicked my butt. Yep. <laughs> hard, hard made you feel really good when you got the first win. And so, you know, I played that for a while and I got a few wins and then I started doing mixed AI. 
So I would do one easy, one medium, one hard. And that pretty much kind of came out how I expected. Hard pretty much was still kicking my butt across the board and medium would jump in there every once in a while. So I, I think the AIs are categorized well and they, they react kind of how I figured they would when I going into it. And especially when you start playing against like the hard AI and all that stuff or the, or even a mix, it's, it's not a stupid AI by any means. I mean, it's no, not at all. It's not, it's not just the optimal choice for this turn that it, However, they've done it. They it's optimized for everything they have on the board. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the guts they have going behind there, but like the 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 change from easy to medium, noticeable. But like you mm-hmm. said, not not that much. But from medium to hard, you know you've gone from medium <laughs> to hard. Yeah, yeah. It took me quite a while <laughs> to win my first game. Yeah. And again, I I'm not the greatest race for the galaxy player in the world, but you know. You felt it, yeah, you did. did. Yeah, you did. So, and and of course, we can also. I mean, it does have a multiplayer version, so you you can do that. I believe you can do pass and play. I didn't do pass and play. I tried online, and I don't know if the was their matchmaking or just charter, but kept telling me I couldn't make a couldn't get in a game. Couldn't get in a game. So, yeah. So it does. I exist. blame charter. Yeah, you, you can you can play online, so you can play against other other humans. I I. Can't remember if it was, see, and this was me talking back and forth with Temple. <laughs> I was gonna have Megan do the tutorials as somebody that has never played race mm-hmm. to see what she thought, but they basically said that that's a cool idea and we want to hear that, but maybe hold off because they're updating the tutorials. Mm. So like the next generation coming out, they were gonna have all updated tutorials. So they're like, yeah, we just, I mean, have her do it if you want to, but. She might have a bunch of feedback that we've already fixed, kind of thing. So, and I gave them a couple ideas that they they thought were kind of cool. So I I didn't do that, and I didn't really do a. So I didn't really have anybody to pass and play, right? Because you and I haven't seen each other in a while. And if if I didn't run Megan through the tutorials to see if she even liked the game, I'm not gonna do. Hey, you haven't learned this game, but here, do something do on something. the tablet. <laughs> Don't worry about what you do. I'll, I'll figure it out later. So I can't remember if it has pass and play. Win's a win, dude. I can't remember if when you're selecting the AI, does it come back to human? I don't think it does. I don't remember. No, I don't think it does. I don't think it does. So there's probably no pass and play. Right. Uh, It's just all all multiplayer. And I just remembered something else I wanted to say on the components or the UI side. I thought it was kind of cool. You know, we talked about how you can kind of press and get the blown up card and all that stuff. And that's usually how, you know, you see your own cards you see the things that people, the AI or whatever, buy kind of going through. But then I, to me, I don't know how you felt about it, but I kind of thought it was cool. I thought they did a really good job with the minimalized view of yes. the AIs. Yep. So, like, you, I mean, if you wanted to see the actual cards, you could do that. But you get an overall tableau picture of what they have and what the mm-hmm. cost is and what kind of you know, planet it is and all that stuff. And very Their minimalistic. Total victory points yeah. and how many chips they have. If you're... And I, I thought that was really cool, you know, because yep. there there are some games that'll go very minimalistic and too far where where it doesn't look good or it doesn't make sense. But I thought they did a really good job here with the minimalized views of, oh, I just at a glance know what all my opponents have on the ta- on their tableau point wise and type of mm-hmm. type of planet kind of wise, whatever. 
But then I could drill in if I wanted to to see the actual cards and, and what they kind of maybe had been working And even with. on my, what have I got here, seven, seven and a half inch screen, the smaller sections for for the AI tableaus, you know, the little red dots for what your military strength mm-hmm. for your VP tokens and your VP total, that's still very legible. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a, it's got good resolution no matter <laughs> your screen size. Yeah, so I, I just want—I thought I'd bring that up. I just remember that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. It's weird saying stuff like that in a game review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for rules and teachability, we'll kind of combine those two and talk about the tutorial here. Okay. What did you think going through the tutorial? I've kind of been going first for a lot of these. So for the most part, I think the tutorial does pretty well. It gives you three sections to go through the the three types of game, kind of military, economic, and Gen- the first one's general. This is how you win. And then specific to economic and then specific to military. And all three of those do get you through everything. It teaches you how to read a card, teaches you what the your action or special action for each action is, teaches you how to look at your board, how to manipulate your cards, how to pay for stuff, does all that very well. What I wish they did, and who knows, maybe they are, after the third tutorial rather than just throwing you into a game, Mm-hmm. giving you one more tutorial just where everything comes together mm-hmm. so that you have, which I guess would be like just going into the game. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? Because it just seems like it would make more sense to give you another small, you know, six-card victory just to see it all come together one time. Not having that I don't think is a big detractor, especially if you've played the card game because if you've played the card game, you're going through the tutorial probably just to refresh and see how the mechanics of the app work rather than learning the game itself. You get right into it. Uh, so I didn't personally have a problem going right into the game. I just think there could have been a fourth step that might be helpful to some people. Right. I For a complex game, the tutorial is awesome. Yes, I think I think it did. Like you said, it does a really good job of going through the actions and how you select the actions and what happens. You know, this action got selected and this one didn't. That kind of stuff. I think you get a good feel for that. And pretty much every tutorial, and it's it's a step tutorial, mm-hmm. so that's nice as well because so they're not trying to throw all six actions at you and the sub actions, you know, all of that stuff and and the cards, every single card, you know, that kind of stuff. So I think it did an amazing job for what is a complex game to try to take somebody through. That's one of the reasons why I'm looking forward to maybe getting, you know, maybe we'll do an update later after Megan gets a chance to go through the tutorials because I can say that, but am I saying that because I know the game? <laughs> you know, that that kind of flashed in my mind a little bit. But I don't I don't think that skewed me that much. No, I think it's basically a good tutorial, yeah, I think. I believe so. Um, the one thing, and this was one of the suggestions that I gave, and she seemed pretty excited about it, so we'll see if it happens. But it won't be in this next update. She's like, we can't do it this update because this update's already ready to go, but we'll see. So, But was the one thing in my head that would confuse me as a new player, and that that's what I was trying to look at this. So it didn't bother me knowing the game, but thinking about it as somebody that doesn't know the game was in the very first tutorial, they gave you, and, and of course, like I said a little bit earlier, at the end of every tutorial module, I'll say, they they set you loose. They're like, okay, with what you've learned now, play the rest of the game. 
Mm-hmm. And again, it's you know the first one is what two? I don't even is it two or three actions basically? Like the that. first yeah. first two actions, I think it is, or something like that. So you're you're that's all you've been taught. That's all you you learned, and then they set you loose. But and I'm assuming this is set because um, it's a tutorial. I had cards that had that were strictly actions that I couldn't do. And to me, as a new player, setting me loose, and I've got this card that I can't use, basically. Mm-hmm. But you can you use it for cost. Yes. But if you see this, okay, there's something here, and I can't select it. So my my suggestion was to subset the cards. You know, there's enough cards, and 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 you can do that in a tutorial very easily, where you're only going to get cards that are either you know nothing that are going to be able to pay for stuff, or uh, or that you're going to put out for whatever reason, or that only have the two things that you're you're working on, and then you know the next tutorial, the three or four actions that you have until you get to the point like you're talking about that last one where now you know everything. You, who cares what cards you have at that point because you've learned all the actions and stuff. But that very first tutorial, that was the first thing I noticed was like, okay, you're setting me loose, and I have a card in my hand that you've never told me anything about the action, and I'm curious now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want to play it, but I can't. I can't use that action. So that that is, and again, very minor, but that just caught me. And, she, and like I said, I, I pass that on. The other thing, like you and I were talking about a little earlier, is, and hopefully maybe this is part of the updates too, is that with the expansions added in, I don't know, I don't think the tutorial has been expanded out. I didn't go back through the tutorial enough to find out if it was but if it if it isn't especially those expansions they add so many different things to the game they definitely need to expand out their tutorial a bit to include those a lot of variable powers yeah a lot of things going on i mean just in general there's a lot of new new images you know mm-hmm. on on the in the tableau areas and stuff with the points and the like i said the imperial and rebels and all that kind of stuff and and you know conditional additional victory points that can pass back and forth. Some of them can pass back and forth. Some of them are the first person that gets them, you know, kind of things. And just to have all that kind of splash on the board because you selected this expansion, you know, again, if you're new to the game and enjoyed it and decided, hey, let me see what else is going on, all of a sudden you get all this crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, oh, my God. Or you just don't notice it and play. Like, I think the first time I played, I, I when I added in the expansions, I was just – oblivious a little bit to the side stuff uh, and i was like oh wait a minute yeah that's right there's all this other stuff in the expansion so hopefully that's that's in the tutorial or coming but again especially base game great tutorial i i i was very impressed with the, the tutorial for such a complex game and i was really happy to see how they broke it down uh, and made it modules and and gave you pieces of it at a time i thought that was really well done yep all right so Kind of going into that um, with the re- replayability and how many times you can play. I I will say, and this is kind of going into maybe the end deal as well, but I have played the hell out of this game since since the app. This has rekindled. This has reminded me how much I enjoy Race for the Galaxy, and having it in a digital version also reminds me why it kind of doesn't come out as often because there's yep. so much going on but in <clears throat> this format 
holy crap, has it given me a new love again? It's like, I, I remember when this game first came out and, and the expansions came out and how much I love this game and how much I loved playing it. Even when I get my butt kicked by other players or AI. <laughs> Um, it rekindled. Sometimes my playing lo- against Alex it was like an AI. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it has rekindled my love for Race for the Galaxy. It it brought it back to me. I totally agree. This is a game that I like, but I didn't. I really didn't like playing it live <laughs> because it's each round. There's especially once you get. If, for me, the tipping point is like really low. It's like just six cards and then it's like every round takes 10 minutes because i gotta check every card because mm-hmm. i am getting lost i know that uh you know and i gotta pay attention to you know wh- what's my military bonus what's my economic bonus where where are my reductions in cost blah 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 this handles all that and not only does it handle all the reduction costs it tells you what you need to do to pay oh i've got three cost reducers so my six card oh it says it's just three it makes all the stuff that made the game a bit of a grind for me really enjoyable. I I swear, and now uh, do you feel the same way? I swear I can get six to ten of these games in, and what I used to get in a single. Oh heck yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and I'll do it. I again, I, it's this is totally rekindled. So as far as like how many times I'll play, it's depends on the time I've got. Yep. Because honestly, if I start it up, I'm probably going to play at least five or six times. Yeah, at least. Um, and, and then, then it's going to be like, do I have time for one more? <laughs> uh, so again, kudos for a great job on an app. Holy crap. I, I didn't know, go, I mean, going in, I knew I was going to kind of like the app cause I had the old, um, you know, the, I think the unofficial one or whatever that was on the PC hmm. that had like the super hard AI. Yes. Um, and I enjoyed that, but you know, it's not really, I'm not the kind of guy to sit down at my computer anymore to play to, to play stuff like that or whatever. You yep. know, I, I want it on the tablet or my phone and more mobile. So having the having this available is like, oh, holy crap! I love this game again. <laughs> so, I mean, we don't need to go into theme. It's you know, race for the galaxy's theme. It's space and domination and conquering and exploring. Not planets. that kind of domination. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the. The theme is there. Um, again, I the only thing I'll say to it a little bit is I I I think I mean it's it's minimal, but I think it's the background music is appropriate and mm-hmm. and well done. It's got a little um, kind of ambient. Yeah, little. and it's not overpowering. It's not annoying. Really, yep. it's uh, it's it's very well done. So, kind of already done it, but fun factor slash overall for the app. I, I think we we both kind of pretty said, darn high. Yeah. If I was gonna give an app a 10 you know this would be it <laughs> right now this is our 10 yeah, this is our 10 app um yeah I, again if if you if you're looking for the board game or the digital version of of your board games race for the galaxy is definitely a solid one if you've ever had some of the frustration that we we've kind of talked about a bit when you're playing the especially on the math side or again, once you start getting into some of these expansions, just component overwhelm. <laughs> you know, there's like a, your cards are like this. You know, you can't shuffle your cards anymore, and you got a bunch of cardboard out, and you you got to count out your victory tokens by number of players, and all this. It's all handled for you. Your math for what your military might is. Your math for am it. Your military is it. 
is it alien race military or my generic generic military? All of that stuff's handled. Just for you. highlights it for you. Highlights it for can you. you play if you can this play planet. it or not. Yep. Doesn't say you have to play it. Just says, hey, you can. You can. You can. Your choice, though, bro. <laughs> you may play in advancement now. Yeah. So it's just very well. And same uh, same thing with the whole again selection of the actions. Very easy to do. Doesn't you know you're you're not at the table with all the people because I don't know this this is usually how most games go. All right, who selected number one? Number one. All right, number one actions get to go. Two. Oh shit! Two. No, I had one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's draw, right? Yeah. No, I yeah I meant to draw. <laughs> All of that taken care of goes very quick. And so your games are going to go fast and you're just going to start up another one, whether you win or lose. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That is our high recommendation for Race for the Galaxy, uh, the digital version. Again, Templegate Games, well done. Uh, and thank you for reaching out. It was a, it was definitely a pleasure to take a look at, at uh, this game. All right. So now. We've got another one. What? Yes. Two? Two, two twofers in one, two. in one quarter? Two digital games. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so this one is Unreal Estate, which was somewhat recently on Kickstarter, was successful on Kickstarter. Afterthought Games is the group that made the digital version. Grand Gamers Guild are the ones that made the, the card version. Grand Gamers Guild are the ones that reached out and gave us codes. So thank you very much, Grand Gamers Guilds. They were looking for reviewers. So we're going to take a look at this. So again, we've never reviewed Unreal Estate or anything like that, but we're not going to go into all the how to play and all that stuff. We're just basically going to go into the uh, interface itself. So Actually, you and I, this is the first time I'm hearing your thoughts on any of this now that I think about it. <laughs> I was going to say, you and I haven't talked about this one since we got the code, but we haven't talked about any of it since no, we got we the haven't. code now that I yeah. think about it. So uh, a lot of stuff I think I'm going to let you go first this time. All right. All right. So, again, instead of components, so the U, the UI, all that good stuff, what did you think? The UI is pretty solid. It's it's a set collecting game, so there's not need for a big burly ui like there is for roll for um race race for, for the, the galaxy, galaxy. 2d galaxy games the monkey um, <laughs> <laughs> like there is for race for the galaxy uh it's a set collecting game you have a small hand of cards and you only do one thing barring a special action so the UI handles all that really well. It handles your discards, it handles your actions if you play them, and it handles the uh, uh, the point scoring as you go, as you play mm-hmm. cards from your hand and scoop up the discard pile. It's I'm not going to say it's not robust, because they could probably port this onto something else a little bit more robust, mm-hmm. and it would be equally useful. But for what for what Unreal Estate is, it's a really solid UI. It gets you through the game with minimal fuss. So, overall, I agree with you. I mean, you know, it, it handles what it needs to handle. It does what it needs to do. The one thing I will say is this one did not um, did not resize well for me. So, for the larger tablet, what, did it pixelate or it? It just it resized kind of funky in, in, in some 
areas, so it didn't quite look right. Okay. You could kind of tell, like, if it would have been smaller, this was meant to be on a little bit smaller screen. And again, I've, I mean, I've got, I want to say this is like the 12.2, because uh, I think I upgraded. I had a 10 before, and I think I went up to 12.2. So, so I, those I, pills really work? Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they do. Uh, if you take them every day. So, you know, I have an unusually large screen, an unusually large tablet. I'm I'm a big guy. I got fat fingers. Uh, And, you know, a lot of what I do, I need the larger screen. So I'm probably an outlier. You know, again, you you have it on what a lot of people have as a screen. Maybe it it probably even looks pretty good on a 10 because a lot of people have like 10-inch screens as well. But it was just you could tell it was just a little too too big for what they intended it for. Some things were not quite where you would expect them to be. So um, since we're talking about outlier things here, I'll throw one thing in here because we don't really have a good spot for it. It it crashed out on me three times. I mean, we've been playing this for what a month now, on and off. So I don't know if that's because it it's and it crashed in all different places. Mm-hmm. It wasn't always. Like the first time it was when I played an action, but it, it crashed on an action. It crashed on scoring, and then one time it just crashed when it came up. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that's an issue with Android on my K1. So I've got an NVIDIA K1. So I don't know if it's that combo, you know, that app on that combo of of OS and hardware. I don't know what it is. It like I said, it's only happened three times over the course of a month. So I don't find that to be, you know horrendous right yeah i think it it crashed on me a couple of times as well but like you said it wasn't to a point where like this is happening every time i open it or you know that that kind of thing but you're right we we didn't talk about that on on the previous one either but um we don't have a again we're making this 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 one up. i I only mentioned it here because it did this did crash for me whereas race never did yeah race didn't either but no like, like i said we we're making it up as we go along. We don't have a we don't have a how many times does it crash? <laughs> uh, well, let's go review Pathfinder then. We'll get a good number there. Uh, all right. So moving into um, mechanics again, where we kind of add in the AI stuff. So what did you think of the AI? Basically, weren't we supposed to do the tutorial at some point? Yeah, we're that's okay. After. The AI, uh, it's. It's pretty, it's challenging enough that you have to try to pick your best move and know when to not press your luck. I, I didn't, I, I lost games on it. This mm-hmm. isn't a game that I, uh, that I picked up and just crushed right away every time. It, it does its job. It's, I guess it's as challenging as you'd want it to be for a set collector. Yeah, I, I think one of the things to kind of mention about this game, like you said, it's a set, set collector. But it's it's meant to be. This is a casual, friendly game. Yes. This is not race. <laughs> this is not an no, no, overly no, no, no. complex game. So, like you said, kind of what you would expect for it because it is a more casual game. I don't know that I. I'm trying to think. I think I beat the AI more than I thought I would, but there are times like it's just like. I don't know where to put it. So the the game itself is 
maybe a little too casual for me. That's the game itself. That's not that's not the app. I think the game itself might be slightly too casual for me. Not that I didn't enjoy it or anything, but I, I this versus race where I knew going in exactly what I was getting into because I played it, played it a lot. I had you know we had, we weren't reviewers for Unreal Estate or anything like that, so I, I don't have any prior experience with this game. So I, one, I wasn't 100% sure what I was coming into. Then finding out it was a, a more casual set collection game. Cool. Fine. So maybe just being that unaware of what I'm getting into cooled me to it a little bit. But as far as the AI is concerned, um, I agree with you. I mean, it, it, it does its job. I d- I'm trying to... I think one of my things, like there is no setting for the AI on this. No, not that I could find. Right. That's, that was one thing that kind of stuck out to me. So there is no easy, medium, hard, but again, it's a casual game. Do you necessarily need that? And it, what are the different, you know what I I mean? It's like, there's always only going to be one good choice. Right. Is, is, and that, that's part of, I think that's part of my cooling too. There's almost always just one good thing that you can kind of do. So, I mean, again, what are you going to do for an easy AI? Easy AI is just not going to play. I mean, they're going to take the worst choice, you know, kind of thing. So I don't know. So I was, I was on the fence about that because again, it's usually nice in most games if you have settings, Mm -hmm. you know, for various people to play at. But again, more casual game. Yep. So, so I, I kept kind of going back and forth, and but it should be, but no, because of the game. But it should no, but the game. So I, I'm going to be weird, I think, on this one a little bit. Uh, but I agree with you on that, this. On this. Uh, <laughs> and then when we shut off the mics, uh, I'm going to be really weird. Uh, it's got nothing to do with this game. He doesn't have pants on, folks. Hey, <laughs> never do. So, so I I agree with you. The AI did what it needs to do and gave you enough challenge in a casual game to like you know okay well i didn't get that 16 point combo thing i thought i was going to do because the a i got it first you know that mm-hmm. kind of thing so I, I agree with you there all right so here's where you're you're asking about so you know the rules and teachability so we, we talk about the tutorial here there's not so much a tutorial here as there is a digital copy of the rule book what i assume the rule book is kind of updated with references to tapping the screen to expand rather mm-hmm. than playing a card or picking up a card. But then again, being a fairly light game, it wouldn't have needed a full-on tutorial like Race has, for instance, because you're really only doing one thing. I would have liked to have seen, despite the book and despite reading it a couple times, I had it took me a while to get my head around scoring. and. It took me a couple really bad beats right off the bat to understand how the card and the discard pile, how your cards and the discard pile worked. The stockpile or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Yep. And, and that, well, I guess that was the biggest thing. But then for, for the first time, for the first four or five games, it always seemed the card, the, the action cards were not nearly as useful as they should. But after a while, you know, it's just that's just the luck of the shuffle. Mm-hmm. After a while, action cards were coming out, and I was able to pick them up. And oh, okay, so that's really how that should work. Okay, so that that resolved itself. But the scoring was not addressed nearly as well 
how you play your cards in the discard pile and and well the actual scoring itself that makes sense because it's just you're throwing down your stack but how all that worked together that that didn't make sense to me for two three games I'm going to agree with the last half of what you said and disagree with your beginning. Okay. In fact, I think you made pretty much the argument for why, even as a casual game, this should have had a tutorial. Um, because of all the things that you didn't get from a wallow text. Yes. And so this being a more casual game would have been much simpler to me, in my mind, to create a decent tutorial to cover all the things you're talking about. Cause I did the exact same thing reading through the stuff. I, it took me forever. I didn't even realize that I, I kept trying to figure out what the hell that side stuff was, the side, the side cards, yep. the stockpile. And, and so, you know, just reading it because the other thing too, is it was wallow text. It wasn't, it wasn't even like, here's a diagram of the setup or anything like that. And that bothered me quite a bit. Especially coming from play, because I played this after, you know, we had already been playing race for quite a while before yep. we got uh, this one. So it bothered me a bit that there is no tutorial. So th- that is my biggest mark on this app. It is a casual game, but it still should have had that easy tutorial to kind of go through versus, you know, the, the, the box, right? You know, the, the, the game opens up and it, you get that box that says, have you played this game before? Or is this your first time? One of those what things. One of those things, yeah. Um, and you're like, okay. And my first thought is, okay, cool. They do have a tutorial. This is how I'm going to get it. Nope. Bam. <laughs> Wall of text in your face. Um, and and to, to me, anybody that's going to play a digital version of your game does not want a wall of text. No. That is not, not why they got a digital version of your game. You should take some time to have some form of tutorial. That's my opinion. <laughs> you know, uh, and I think that's where this game suffered. And that might have been part of my cooling factor because right away I'm like, well, crap. Okay. So I'm reading through rules. Um, and it's a wall of text. And it, you know, I, it, sure it tells me there's a stockpile. Sure. It tells me that there's going to be cards out, you know, that kind of stuff. Sure. It tells me there's going to be potential action cards, but I'm not seeing any of it until I'm actually playing the game. And again, I was, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I, I know I read all this stuff and maybe I should have kind of been able to figure it out. And like I said, I'd gone out of it a couple of times too, but there's a, a string of cards in front of me. There's a string of cards down the side, which ones are which. And and that took me a, a, a few bad beats, like mm-hmm. you said. And, and I think it was even, it wasn't even until like my second game where I go, okay, I, th- I think I understand that part now that's supposed to be the stockpile and blah, blah, blah. And I, I I went through my first game and I got my ass handed to me and it didn't really make sense to me why. Why? <laughs> so then I went back and I read the rule book and I was like, okay, now that I've seen some stuff, things, sentences read differently now. <laughs> okay. Words. Good. So Structure, I'll go back and play good. again. And again, got my butt kicked. Well, this still doesn't make sense. So I go back and I read it again. <laughs> And then I'm frustrated. So okay, I'll just go play through it until it makes sense. <laughs> it makes to me. sense to me, yeah. So yeah, I I my my biggest problem with this game would be lack of tutorial um, versus wall of text. You've talked me into it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So again, so kind of going replayability and how many times in a row would you play this game? You know, now that you understand the game. <laughs> 
No, this is one that I could definitely see myself, you know, sneaking into work with me or something like that. If I got, if I got five minutes, but, quiet. but he doesn't. <laughs> but that's the type of thing where I got, I got five minutes to bust out a quick game, do something. It, it's not a game where I'm going to sit down and hit it seven, eight times in a row, mm-hmm. you know, two or three maybe. It's not a bad game, but it, it's just not the kind of game where, uh, I personally, and I don't, and I do like set collecting games. So, mm-hmm. but the just I don't think I would sit down and hit any set collecting game, you know, <laughs> ten times in a row. So replayability, I mean, it's okay. Uh, I would play it a couple times in a row, but it's the type of thing where it's like Sarah's gone out to the kitchen to reheat her pizza. I can bust one of these out really quick. You know, I'm, you know, that kind of <laughs> the game, uh, the game. Uh, <laughs> If you only knew how often I hear that. <laughs> um, so replayability for me, uh, kind of low, but not because it's bad, just because it's it, it's going to be the game where I'm going to play once and then wait for the commercial break. And, you know, if we're not talking or doing something, then maybe I'll bust another one, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> now nah, I'm just being juvenile. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um Generally, it's going to be kind of low for me as well, as far as how many I'd play in a row. Um, I think my reasoning is a little bit different, though. Well, um, I have a secondary reasoning, but I was going to kind of leave that for okay final <laughs> thoughts or yeah, however. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'll just I'll say in general, and maybe it's the same. Maybe we can talk, or I'll mention it there. But general, generally low for me, and I think for right now, I'll just I'll leave it at that, and we'll go into. Again, theme. Again, we're not going to overly talk about it, but if you're, you know, it's it's called Unreal Estate. You're basically the set collection is around fantasy, fantasy themed buildings, buildings, a castle, the Magic Mountain, the right. Hobbit hole kind yeah, of thing, that that kind of stuff. So that's what. So you're you're collecting sets of those particular buildings. The the more you have in your set, the the more points you'll get, kind of thing. So let's just go into our fun factor slash overall. See, this is actually a pretty solid game. But unlike Race, where it makes a card game that I find to be a bit of a grind very enjoyable, this is the type of game that I would much prefer to play in person. I, I do like this. And, you know, Colorado, Zularetto, that kind of set collecting stuff. It's, I mean, they've got slightly different mechanics, but it, the, the concept of set collecting, it's, it's, it's low key. It's a good way to end a game night, you know, just chill out, relax, and be social. And that, that for me is what this is missing. There's no social unless I'm just talking to my wife. But then again, she's not really involved in the game. So this is something that it's not a bad app. And since we review the app and not necessarily the game, it's a solid app. It does what it does. It does it well. And I don't mind playing it. But as a, an app of a game, it's a game that I would much prefer to play at a table with people. All right. So. Let's see. For me, talk if we're talking strictly app, I agree with you. the The app does a good job, minus tutorial, and big it, minus, big <laughs> minus. And it, it does play well. It does it, it does what it needs to do? You know, the the AI is sufficient. I didn't get a chance to check out the multiplayer. It does have. We should have mentioned that too, but it does have multiplayer. I I was not sufficiently engrossed in the game to want to check out multiplayer. Right. So, uh. Multiplayer is there again, so it's not you don't it's it's 
if you play digital board games to play with other people, which I know quite a few people do, you have that option here. So the app is solid at my, minus the tutorial and a bit of minus over not having different levels of AI. But again, I can live with that because of the casualness of the game. Now, speaking from the game perspective, which I think is where my cooling is, I'm not sure I would play it live because I need to see if I have a different feeling because of that. But to me, I think some of my cooling on it as well is from the aspect of I didn't feel like I, I, I didn't feel like I was making choices. You know, we mentioned it a little bit up front. It was pretty much you had one thing that you knew you were going to do unless it got sniped from you and then you're just going to do the second best thing. Yeah. So it was like there there was no real do I keep this for later? Do I you know that kind of stuff? And something about how that sideboard, the stockpile board runs just didn't sit well with me. It, it again, it was the I plan my choice until my choice is no longer my choice, and then there's my second choice. This is all I can kind of do. And it never really felt, to me, it was hard. The set collecting was a little bit off because it was hard to collect sets because you could you never wanted to leave anything on the stockpile too long. No, not at all. I mean, once there was pretty much more than two cards you knew one of the other AIs. If if the castle didn't come up, if whatever you were building, if you didn't get first that turn, somebody else was going to... It, it always seemed to me, it very rare did anything go beyond three cards. Yeah. So, again, I, I go back and forth because this is a casual game. So some of that makes sense. But even in a casual game, a choice is nice. Yeah. So that again, I, I'm I'm right. I'm I'm so neutral on this right now. It's like I don't I, I don't dislike the game, and it might sound a little bit like I do, but I'm not overly thrilled about the game either. I'm very neutral right now. So that's why I would be kind of interested to maybe sit at a table because I think you're right. This is not the kind of game where I'm going to power through a bunch of them and play on my own. I think this is the kind of game where you do have like at a game night where you're you're a little less concerned about what you're playing and a little more concerned about the people around the table you're playing with mm-hmm. and that aspect, the social aspect like you're talking about. So I think that playing playing the actual game might bump it up a bit for me, but I'm still not sure. I'd have to kind of see that because the game itself, there are things that I'm kind of neutral on. So, Well, even as a set collector, the physical game, this wouldn't be like in the top five of my favorite set collectors either. Right. And that's not a reflection on the app. You know, right. we, 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 went, we went a little bit too far into the game itself, <laughs> See, but, but as yeah. an app, it's, it's a good representation of a mediocre game. I can kind of agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, again, the, the app is done well for the game when you actually get to the gameplay. Yes. <laughs> Cause again, I'm not going to let go of this needs a tutorial. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, a- as an app, if, if you play unreal estate, if you are looking, if you want to be able to play it when there are other people around, if it's a game you enjoy, the app will do a good job for you 
you might get some minor crashing that doesn't happen all the time. Uh, so again, for us, it wasn't an annoyance. It wasn't enough to be an annoyance. It does justice to the game and, and you can play the game. It's a, it's a, a good version of the game in a digital format. Again, tutorials not there you're going to if you, but if you already play on real estate you're not going to care you know how to play you just kind of need to know the digital version which is you know pretty standard digital version stuff right you play a card tap way double you play, tap yeah, mm-hmm. yeah pretty much anywhere else all of that stuff is there but if your mileage may vary on this being a solo game. Uh, so you can play multiplayer again, so you can play with other people. So if that's part of your concern, you, you know, you like Unreal Estate, you can't get a group together enough, you can play online. If you're just looking at it from a bunch of different games that you kind of play on your tablet when you have time and you enjoy those games, a little warm on this one again, because, and I think it, you hit it. It's it, the social aspect on this one. I mean, it's not a social deduction game or anything like that where it's it's necessary. No, but it, it's but, chill. It's just right. sitting down. Yeah, it's just sitting down and shooting the shit. It, and it plays it's plays so very fast too yeah. that it's like it's over before you kind of realize it almost mm-hmm. and you kind of keep cuz it, cuz it's a set number of turns too. Yeah. So all of those things it's just I, I think you're right. I think Personally, I don't know if I need the digital if I have the physical. We don't have the physical, so we have the digital. I'll play it a few more times and see what I think. <laughs> so, I don't know. I I feel... I even feel conflicted about the See, things I'm saying. But you're, you're moving too far. You're, you're thinking about the game. Stop thinking I know, about the but game. But I'm even just, conf- I just, just conflicted think about, the, about app, the things Jeff. I'm saying. So it's weird because it's like I'm 50-50 all the way down the uh, uh, on this one. Anyway, I'm going to quit while I'm behind. <laughs> that, so that was Race for the Galaxy and Unreal, Unreal Estate. Estate. So again, um, Templegate Games, thank you for the codes. And Grand Gamers Guild, thank you for the codes for having us check out uh, your games. And uh, again, Afterthought Games uh, is the ones that created the digital version of Unreal Estate. So want to give them a little shout out as well. Um, you know, again, I've never made an app, so <laughs> more talent than I have right now. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. That was uh, that was an episode. It was. <laughs> we're, uh, we're back. That uh, was an episode. Yeah. That's yeah, a lot longer than I thought it would be, yeah. especially for we've been so good about getting in about an hour or less lately. But whatever. You know, we haven't seen each other in a little bit. You were on vacation. Catching up. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us again and listening to us uh, discuss all the various things we do, reading, watching, playing, and, of course, reviewing games. In this particular one, our first foray into digital board games, which was kind of cool. I, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed the change of pace. I enjoyed... Uh, the one Different that, way of looking at stuff. Different way of looking at stuff. And one of the nice... one. Of, I mean, I don't know how you feel, but one of the nice things is, like... we. Especially with our schedules lately, we didn't have to have all didn't that. Didn't have to. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have to like go. All right, well, I'm booked out for two weeks, and you're this and that, and then so we got to put off reviewing this stuff and all that kind of stuff. So it was it was convenient. Yep. I mean, uh, and we could always do the multiplayer, you know, uh, most uh, if we if we wanted to as well. So I like it. 
Let us know what you thought of us looking at digital games. I'd like to hear that if it's something you'd like us to do more of. Jordan and I definitely already own some, some of the same ones. So we can definitely do some reviews of some digitals. And of course, if there's somebody else out there, like, you know, we had Grand Gamers Guild reach out and Temple Gate Games reach out. That'd be awesome. We'd, we'd love to do it. This, this was a, a fun deal. Uh, and if you've played either of these yourself, let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh, especially with me being really weird about how I feel about unreal estate. Let me know. Uh, let me know why I'm wrong or why I'm right. <laughs> Cause I still don't know either way. <laughs> I still feel weird about that. What are your uh, thoughts on this game? I don't know. It's good. Sort of kind of. Yeah. It's a game. Maybe. It worked. Uh, yeah, I feel like I was like completely a fish out of water review in that one for some <laughs> reason. I don't know. It just felt weird to me. I'm sorry. Uh, but, uh, I was honest about it. It It's, it's, I was all over the place when playing that game. All right. So thank you very much. And as always, I'm Jeff King and I'm the Canadian. Thanks for listening. Thank you for checking out United Geeks Network family member. If you enjoyed it and are looking for other online media with a geek culture slant, head over to unitedgeeksnetwork.com where you will find... The Game Crafter Official Podcast, a weekly podcast dedicated to the tabletop game print on demand company, The Game Crafter, and its growing community. The United Geeks Network. You can broadcast your geekiness at unitedgeeksnetwork.com. going to show up probably uh and always and as always spit it out man hey my name is jeff king and i just created our end of the episode blooper reel thank you for listening (laughs) i'll buy yourself i know i am talented that way